This is the Come A Girl Daily Podcast, written by Stephanie Bond. September 1st, Thursday. My mother and Sydney have been in my room for a half hour, tapping their feet and heaving labored sighs. Labored. Get it? <laughs> Pregnancy humor. I'm trying to adjust to Dr. Tyson's announcement yesterday that I have a fetus growing inside me. But I confess, I'm still reeling. Along with my entire family, it seems. I can't believe this is happening, my mother kept repeating. I know, Sydney kept responding. But the pregnancy explains why I've been feeling so different lately, and why my moods have been swinging like a pendulum. Oh, and the weight gain. The door opened. Good morning. Dr. Tyson said. Not from where I stand, my mother said. I think we can all agree this is about the furthest thing from a good morning, Sydney added. Uh, sorry. I understand you have some questions for me about Marigold's condition? That's right, Sydney said. Yesterday, I think we were all too shocked to think straight. I'm glad you came by. I was planning to reach out to you after you'd had time to digest the news. Will Mr. Kemp be joining us? No, my mother said. Sydney and I decided this is too delicate of a matter to involve Marigold's father. As you can imagine, he is very upset. Inside, I'm cringing. Yes, I'm a grown woman. But I'm still sensitive to how my dad sees me. Now he knows I've had S-E-X. I understand, Dr. Tyson said. This is quite unexpected. That's an understatement, my mother snapped. Exactly how far along is she? We're going to perform an ultrasound tomorrow, but my best guess is around 14 weeks. And we're just now learning about this? Sydney asked. Rigorous tests were run when Marigold was first admitted, and at that time, no HCG was detected in her urine. My mother gasped. Someone impregnated her after she was admitted? I'm calling the police right now, Sydney declared. Oh, Jesus. That's not what happened. Dr. Tyson said, her voice elevated. It takes about 10 days from conception for the hormone to show up in a urine test. The timing indicates Marigold was newly pregnant when she was admitted, but not far enough along to test positive. Lately, we've been checking her urine for blood, and I noticed the HCG was elevated. Okay my mother said on an exhale, as if she was striving for calm. So what happens now? I assume she will miscarry. Because that, in my mother's eyes, would solve everything. It's possible, Dr. Tyson said. It could also be an ectopic pregnancy, but if not, a healthy fetus could come to full term, even if Marigold remains in the coma. Can that be? Sydney asked. I don't mean to sound crude, but Marigold's body is a perfect incubator. A comatose patient giving birth 
isn't unprecedented. That sounds positively wretched, my mother said, her voice choked. Dr. Tyson cleared her throat politely. We're still within the guidelines for termination. My heart stopped. What? An abortion? My mother asked. We're Catholic, Sydney bit out. I'm only providing you with all the options, the doctor said. This is a very unique situation. I assume you'll want to consult the father of the baby. The silence was palpable. Ah, you don't know the father of the baby. Marigold never mentioned a boyfriend to me, my mother said. Me either, Sydney said. Maybe a friend would know. Or a co-worker, the doctor suggested. I don't see why it's necessary to involve anyone else, my mother said. We're Marigold's family. The decision is up to us. How can you be sure the baby wasn't injured in the car crash, Sydney asked. I hadn't thought of that. I was already a bad mother. We can't be the doctor admitted. Why don't we meet again after the ultrasound? I'll have more information for you then. Okay, my mother said, sounding relieved to postpone the discussion. Dr. Tyson said goodbye and left the room. I could visualize my mom and Sydney staring at each other, feeling helpless. You can't tell David, my mom said, or anyone, not until we figure this out. I haven't said anything to David. Actually, I've been avoiding him because I was afraid he could tell something was wrong, but she added, her voice rising an octave, he might be able to give us some advice on how this will affect Marigold's case. And my brand, my social peeps will go bananas when they find out I have a bun in the oven. Let's hold off for now my mother said, her voice low and thoughtful, until we know what we're dealing with. So, Catholic cornerstones notwithstanding, apparently no options were off the table. I have to run, my mom said. I'm showing the Hershey house in 40 minutes. Oh, the contemporary house with the roof garden? That's the one. I'll walk out with you. Sydney said. By the way, David arranged a session for me with the top media trainer in the city. They left and left me wondering what I'd have to do to get my family's full attention. It's Stephanie again. What do you think will happen next in the Coma Girl Daily Podcast? Be sure to subscribe now so you don't miss a single episode of this six-month saga. And check the show notes for more information about Coma Girl eBooks and the complete audiobook, plus links to other serials I've written. Thank you for joining the Coma Girl Party. This is going to be so fun. <laughs>